Blog Talk Radio. Uh, you know what time it is. Time to hang out yeah. with Mr. Cool. With Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. Get the ladies cool. From Mr. Cooper. From Mr. Cooper. From Mr. Cooper. Hang out with Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. From Mr. Cooper. From Mr. Welcome to the Bit Scoop with Coop. I'm your host, Coop. Man, season five is still going strong, guys. Make sure you go tell your family, friends, associates, haters, whoever. Tell them to make sure they do tune in to this episode of the Bit Scoop with Coop. You can also catch me on Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Bit Scoop with Coop. Also, make sure you do go to the website, the Bit Scoop with Coop. The Bit Scoop with Coop.com. Let me slow down, people. I'm excited about this episode today. Um, also, let everyone know that you can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at MCOOP317. Now, guys, enough about me. Um, today, I have a special guest. He is doing big things in the movie industry, um, television industry. He's doing it all. Make sure you go. I will give you everybody 10 seconds to go tell everyone to make sure they do tune in to this episode. Um, no, you know what? I'm not going to give you 10 seconds. You have to listen to it, and you tell them why you're listening. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy is a successful actor and producer. He can be seen on the upcoming Hallmark TV hit movie, Christmas at Homestead. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only Michael Nardelli. Welcome to the show. Hello. What's up, Coop? How you doing? How you doing? Hey, man, I'm doing great. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How's your day so far? Good, uh, a little busy, a little hectic, but you know, no complaints. How's yours going? Hey, hey, man, same way, of course, of course. Um, the good thing is, I have you on, so I've been waiting for this episode. I'm glad I have you up here. So, um, on this show, though, Michael, let you know ahead of time, we do speak about how you started in your career, your success, give advice on how to get into your career, and much more. Um, like I told the crowd earlier that's listening worldwide, you know, you're on a hit movie that's coming out, Christmas at Homestead. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But for your fans and for the people that's just following you for the first time, um, I think it's time for them to learn about you, Michael. Um, okay. When did you first realize that you wanted to become an actor and a producer? Uh, I always wanted to, to act and tell Even uh, I mean, I did, you know, school theater when I was in grade school and, you know, and high school and all that stuff. So it was just always something that I wanted to do. I didn't want to admit it at first because, um, you know, I didn't grow up in, like, Hollywood or New York and go to some, you know, school for the arts. It right. was kind of like a bizarre thing for, you know, somebody in my family to be like, oh, yeah, I want to be an entertainer and, and you know, tell stories and be an actor and, and write stuff and direct and all that Um so, you know, it took me a little while to get up the courage to say that that's what I wanted to do. But I was always doing it. I was always making short films with my friends when I was young. And we'd get together and write them and film them and edit them. And, yeah, and then school theater and just, uh, you know, I'd always do puppet shows at school. And um, so it's kind of always what I wanted to do. There was really no other option except if I had a chance to be an astronaut. I might consider that. But <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> hey, why can't you do both, Mike? 
maybe I will. Maybe I mean, who's to say I can't someday? You know, we got, we hey, got space shuttles taking off soon. Maybe I'll hop on one. And I, I apologize, Michael, if your manager, publicist, agents, if they're listening to this show right now, I apologize ahead of time because if he jumps on the spaceship and he's supposed to be out producing something or be on a movie, it's not my fault. Michael said he wanted to do it before <laughs> he came on the show. So don't blame yeah, that on well, me. We'll, we'll have Skype on the spaceship so we can we can keep in touch and, you know, fulfill all my duties from space. <laughs> Great. It's the era of multitasking, right? got to do it. Exactly, exactly. Now, Michael, I will say this, you know, um, if you knew at a younger age that you wanted to do this and, you know, you kept it in to yourself, the good thing is that you didn't give up on it and you continued on to it and look where it puts you now. So think about it. If you would have said, nah, this acting is not for me or this producing is not for me, being a producer is not for me. I mean, I don't, you know, who knows what your future would have been, but the success that you have right now is called hard work and dedication because you stepped you you stepped up to it, you continue to do it, and I just want to congratulate you ahead of time for doing what you've done already. Thank you. Thanks for yeah. saying that. Thanks for saying that. Yeah, yeah. It's um, you know, it's a tough industry to break into, and you know, I'm still making my way through it. But but thanks for saying that. I appreciate that. Hey, it's the truth. Yes, sir. Now you know on your journey, we heard how you started on your journey up to where you're at now. What type of obstacles or what type of hurdles came your way that you had to overcome to get to where you're at today? Uh, you know, all the ones that you usually hear about. I mean, like I said, I didn't grow up um, anywhere close to Hollywood or New York or entertainment. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there was no sort of, you know, I wasn't getting grandfathered into anything. There weren't any friends or family in the business that I had that I could really call on for advice or a leg up or, you know, that kind of thing, Um, which is, you know, that's how a lot of people approach it too, unless you're, you know, literally born in LA and your dad's a movie star or something, you know, or has been in the industry or something like that. Um, True. So just kind of uh, getting my way out to to California was kind of an obstacle. You know, my family didn't love the idea of it, but they eventually came around and, um, and just, you know, trying to get, get a leg up into the industry, trying, trying to find an agent and then, you know, starting off on a, with, with auditions and everything. And, uh, you know, there's definitely a difference between kind of high school theater and, and the stuff that I've been doing. And then once you, you know, come to LA and start trying to do it on a professional level, there's definitely a learning curve you have to go through, you know, with your craft for one thing and kind of learning how to act mm-hmm. for, for the camera. And, and also just, I don't know, if, yeah, I don't know if it would be even just politically, you know, just kind of understanding you know, how roles are cast and why certain things go to certain people and um, how experience plays a role in that and, and the way that you the way that you look or how tall you are or what color your hair is. You know, it's all kind of like, you know, when they're casting roles, you can't take it too personally, really, because they have an idea of what they want. And, you know, um, yes. you know, for a while, for a while, you call yourself a, a professional auditioner until you start getting jobs. So, you know, <laughs> just kind of the usual breaking into the industry kind of obstacles are pretty much what I face. Nothing too out of the ordinary, I don't think. And and you know what? Um, and that's good that you didn't give up um, with this because, you know, being a professional um, auditioner, I never heard of it that way before, but <laughs> I like that. I definitely do because a lot of people um, that's probably listening to this show right now, they're going through the same thing. You know, they're saying, okay, I'm going to go audition for this and I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. And then when they hear the word no, they get discouraged. 
And, you know, and I want to tell the people that's listening worldwide, don't get discouraged. Continue, continue, continue. One no is a a no. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, a no is a soft yes in my definition. Yeah, you uh, you know, it's like like you hear stories about people that kind of have overnight success, and I think that discourages a lot of people that don't have that. You know, like you hear mm-hmm. people that moved out here and they get discovered right away. Or they go to their first audition and they book a series and then they're off off in the running. Um, and you and then you know if that doesn't happen to you, you think, oh no, there's something wrong with me. Why aren't I? Why isn't that happening to me? But you know, those stories are stories because they're you know out of the ordinary. That's not most people. You know, working actors have the experience of you know having to train and, and make their way through and prove themselves and audition and audition again and come back again for the same show eight times before they actually book the guest star and you know so there's all kinds of different uh, paths I guess into the the world of um, acting and, and entertainment and yeah you definitely shouldn't be discouraged. That's so true, Michael. I couldn't have said it no better than myself, um, that how you just said it, because, you know, people, like I said, they're easily to get discouraged. And if they're new to the um, movie industry, television industry, um, theatrical, you know, you have to get used to hearing the word no. It's not like as soon as you step on stage, they're going to jump up and down and say, yes, 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 we want you. I mean, everyone has heard the word no before, so... The thing is, you continue to push, continue to push, and when you do that, big things will happen. Because I believe if you work hard, something hard, something good is going to come out of it. And Michael, you're you're living proof. I mean, look at you. Like you said, you didn't start in L.A., you didn't start in New York, and you moved off and you took that that gamble. And when you took that gamble, boom, look where you're at now. I mean, you're you're working. You got a movie coming out on Hallmark TV on Hallmark TV. You can't beat this. So, Michael, I think you'll actually be um, – I think you're an encouragement for a lot of people that's trying to get into this industry. So please continue to do what you do, Michael. You're doing great things. Please continue because a lot of people got their eyes and ears on you, and I believe you can motivate a lot of people. I really do. Oh, well, thanks. I hope you're right. <laughs> I hope you're right. Yeah, I, I should, I should I talk to you when I'm having a bad day. You can build me up because I appreciate the kind <laughs> words. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, Michael, do you feel like it's harder to be an actor compared to being a producer? Uh, they're harder in diff- there are different degrees. Anything um, in you know filmmaking and entertainment is just hard because um, you know it's, it's competitive and it's tricky and it's political and there's so many different factors and, and things that go into making one single thing. Like sometimes I feel like it's a miracle anything happens. Um, but they're both hard. You know, uh, acting's hard because you. Um, you know, in a lot of ways, you're kind of waiting for permission, which, which kind of stinks. And that's one of the reasons why I kind of wanted to start producing more stuff is, you know, so you're not waiting around for the phone to ring. But, um, yeah, acting's just tricky because there's so many factors that go into it. Like I said, you know, you could be great for this part, but they're not going to hire you because you're not tall enough or you're, you're too tall. And the actress that you're playing against is a certain height and, you know, sort of like weird outside factors go into so much of the, the casting that you can't control. So you can, you know, work your butt off and it's, you know, not necessarily always going to happen for you with, with every role. Um, so that's really tricky. And, um, and you know, you, you to be an actor, you kind of need an audience. It's not like you're a painter and can just go go do it in your room. So there's just so many, there's so many outside mm-hmm. forces that have control over your, I guess, destiny as an actor. So you have to really 
stay focused, um, which I don't always do, and I but I try to. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, with producing, it, it can feel uh, very rewarding to work with a team and, and put stuff together, and there's kind of every day, every second, there's always a task you need to be doing, so, you know, it definitely keeps you busy. Um, but it's sort of the same thing. It's always, a you know, a challenge to, like right now we're working on this show, a digital series that we're, um, creating and producing uh, called Dark Web, and you know we have the location one day, and then we don't the next day, and this actress can do it that day, and now she can't, and it's just always kind of a juggling act producing. So um, you know, and I tend to have high anxiety already, so it's like it's a very high anxiety um, job because things are always changing, and you have to kind of go with the flow and, and not panic. So true. Now, um, I have a producer question for you, uh, Michael, and I would love to hear your answer off of this. Now, if you could pick any actor and actress, it could be more than more than one actor and more than one actress. It could be indie level or professional. And if you can actually put them all in, in a movie that you're going to produce, um, give, me at, give me up to four actors. It could be four or less or and four or less um, actresses. Indie or professional, who would you actually pick to go into the movie, and what type of movie would it be? Well, actually, yeah, what that that question, uh, my acting coach and I talk about this a lot, and we don't have like the title or the whole concept of what it would be. But we we always like the idea of taking like four or five, six character actors. Um, actually, and we I think more like character actresses, you know, like those actors that because I've worked. Um, a friend of mine, Siobhan Fallon, she was in Men in Black and Forrest Gump, and she's actually in Dark Web, and I worked with her in a movie called Another Happy Day. Um, she's this awesome, hilarious, talented actress. Um, so people like her and, and get like four or five or six of them and put them together in a movie and give them the leads of this movie of like an ensemble, you know, comedy or dramedy. Um, and, you know, all those those familiar faces that we see from movie to movie to movie, TV show to TV show. Um, but they're and they're usually in supporting roles, and they usually steal the show as as supporting characters. Putting them all in a movie together and giving them lead roles and really like letting them shine because they're you know all of all, all of these you know great character actors and actors that we've watched you know throughout the years are more than capable of being leads too. It's just you know you fall into kind of your niche, I guess. Um, but I think that would be really cool to do something like that. Maybe somebody's already done that, but I don't know. But if they haven't, <laughs> I would love to do it. And hey, yeah, in terms of names, thing, these are usually like the faces that you recognize. You know, we always joke about that. And, you know, I recognize that face, and then you don't know their name. I think it would be cool to actually have their name on the poster, you know, and have them be the lead. Nice, nice. And you know what? Even if it haven't been done before, Mike, I think you, um, I think you and your team need to sit down and do that. Go for it. I want to. Because, I want to. You got to help yeah. me, too. Hey, I got you. I got you, yes. <laughs> I think we will get that together. Um, everyone that's listening worldwide, um, soon we're going to get into the social media question, but if you know how to get in contact with Michael and you have ideas, um, for a new comedy or dramedy, I mean, I believe he'll love to, to hear it or send it to me and I'll relay it over to Michael. Um, you know, let's get something together. I think the whole world needs to bring this out because Michael can actually put this together. So I really do believe that. And I think all of us need to put our heads together to help Mike out with this one. And I guarantee you will see something drop that you're going to love. So make sure guys think of something good and we're going to actually bring this out to him. We definitely are. Um, Making it happen. Right. (laughs) There you go. There you go. 
Now, Michael, what a lot of your fans know about and people that's listening uh, for the first time um, heard about during the intro of this show, I want to talk about now. Um, and I want you to tell everyone about this new this new film that's coming out from Hallmark Television. It's called Christmas at Homestead. Can you tell everybody about it and what it's actually about? Yeah, it's like a, it's a, a really sweet, really funny, really romantic uh, Christmas movie. And it airs Thanksgiving night uh, on the Hallmark Channel. And uh, it's basically about, it's kind of old-fashioned. It's about a, a big Hollywood production that sort of invades this small uh, town in Iowa to film a Christmas movie. And, um, and I play a, a paparazzo in it who has been sort of tracking the, the lead actress who's going to be in Iowa with her ex-boyfriend. And, you know, it's kind of like a, a Brad and Angelina thing. I want to get the exclusive. I want to find out if they're back together. I want to get the photo um, and all that stuff. And so, you know, my, my character, Ian Carter, kind of follows these people and, and is doing his job as a paparazzo and kind of gets them into a little bit of trouble with some of his photos. And then hijinks ensue from there. But it's really just a nice, um, it's a nice family film. Everybody can watch it. Um, and, and, you know, Hallmark makes these Christmas movies like nobody else does. So I'm excited. So I'm excited to see it. We only filmed it a couple months ago, and it's already coming out. So... Um, wow. I'm hoping hoping people watch and enjoy it. So when is it supposed to um actually drop? It's Thanksgiving night at 8 p.m. on the hall. So that's uh that's Thursday the 24th of November, um, and uh, at 8 p.m. Ladies and gentlemen, that's listening worldwide. Make sure you do turn to the Hallmark Channel on the 24th, November, 8 p.m. Make sure you check this movie out. This is something you do not want to miss. Um, Michael put his heart into it. The cast and crew did also. And I think it's something that you can sit down with a friend, family, or whoever and watch this movie and get a good laugh off of. Or just in the sight and time, you know, just to spend time with that person to watch this movie. So make sure you check it out. Go check out this movie. I can't say it enough. Make sure you do it. 8 o'clock p.m. November 24th. Make sure you watch it because I will be watching also. So congratulations ahead of time, Michael, on this. I believe this is going to be a hit. Hallmark, if you're listening, you picked up a good movie. I already know ahead of time. Continue to pick up this stuff, and I guarantee you will not be disappointed. That's for all the fans and the um the people that work at Hallmark, Hallmark Channel TV, make sure you everyone check it out. November twenty fourth, eight o'clock. Make sure it is. Yes. Um, you should be the you should be the, now, movie, I, uh, the publicist for the movie. You're doing a good job selling it, Coop. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I, I'm excited about it. I am. I mean, Christmas is one of my favorite times Hallmark's of the year. And, <laughs> hey, Hallmark, I'm right here. Yeah, I'm right here. <laughs> now, um. Now, as far as it goes, what I was saying earlier about social media, um, do you feel that social media actually helps out um, people's careers in the television and movie industry? Yeah, that's kind of like the big debate everyone has now, and even all my, like, actor and, you know, filmmaker friends, we all talk about that. Uh, I don't know. I guess it does if it. If you're inclined to be doing it already, then I don't think it hurts. Um, I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that get away with, not doing it. Um, I don't know. I tend to have fun with it. Because uh, it seems like, um, you know, like such an invasion of privacy in, in some ways. But uh, I kind of, I found my groove with it, I think. I think it could be fun, and you kind of share what you want and don't have to share what you don't want. And um, and I, I definitely, it's fun for me to talk with, um, you know, fans or people that have enjoyed the stuff that I've been in and they want to talk about. I, I like that. So I'm, I'm right. for it. 
I'm hesitantly for it. Now, let me ask you this, Michael. Have you ever heard, and I've heard from people in the past say this, and I just want your honest opinion. Have you heard about this or not? Some people that actually go and audition for a show or a movie, and they have the talent. The talent is there. But they say you only have X amount of followers on social media. We're not going to pick you. We're going to actually pick this person that's less talent that's got hundreds and thousands of followers on social media. Have you ever heard of yeah. that situation before? Yeah, I've heard about it. I've heard the stories, and I think they're probably true. Um and I guess to a certain degree I can understand them from like a, a professorial point of view. It's it's definitely upsetting when you're, you know, the actor and that you find out that that's the reason. But I mean that that was kind of the thing I was saying before when you were talking about, you know, hurdles and not, there's always a, a an obstacle or a challenge. And I guess the 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 tricky thing for actors to do is just to be aware of that and figure out well how to you know knowing that that can be true. What do I do about that? You know, is it a matter of getting more followers or is it a matter of, you know, working harder on my craft and making sure I'm always the best person in the room? Um, you know, um, cause you can't really fight some of those outside factors. If somebody wants to hire an actor because they have a huge social media following, then that's probably what they're going to do. But then maybe if you're, you know, super on it and, and are really, you know, working your craft and you can win it in the room, maybe they change their mind. So yeah, I've heard of it happening. It's, I don't know how I feel. It's, it's, it's tricky. It's a tricky thing. Um, and you know, but you know that that is the life of an actor. Actor, all the you know, the outside forces that come in that that can dictate the decision about who gets the job um, mm-hmm. beyond the talent in the room. And you know, and and I see where you're coming from on that. Far as it goes for on the acting side, because I believe there's a lot of people out there that's well skilled in acting, but you know that social media number. People say handling social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all these other social media sites that that's a full-time job by itself, you know, doing that, trying to get your numbers up and and trying to please your fans and and trying to do this and trying to do that. And also you're trying to learn your script, read your script, trying to make sure that's um, actually done all at the same time. So it seems like, you know, you're juggling two full-time jobs that has to be done at the same time, and it's kind of hard for people. That don't know how to do it, and it's not a, it's not a simple task. It really isn't. Um, so for the people that's listening, this is my personal opinion. For the people that's listening right now, you know, I, more power to you if you can juggle both of those monsters at the same time. Do it, but it is actually hard to do. Um, for the people that's made it, that's actually have social media numbers that's up, and you're successful. Congratulations. The people that have lower social media numbers and you have talent, still, congratulations. Trust me, your break will come. I really do believe that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I we're all kind of in it together. We're all kind of figuring it out. It's a new thing, you know. So everyone's kind of, you know, figuring the social media aspect of it all out. And who knows where mm-hmm. we are two to five years from now. Maybe it still matters. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's, you know, equal footing. You know, so, so it's still kind of a big experiment, I feel like. And we've got to figure it out. But, yeah. It's true. Hey, that's true. So, Michael, um, for your fans that's listening right now and for the people that's new to you, how can people find you on social media to keep up with what you have going on for future projects or dealing with Christmas at Homestead or anything that you have? 
Yeah, I'm I'm fairly active on Twitter. I'm at the Nardelli, so T H E and then my last name Nardelli, the Nardelli. Uh, and then I'm uh, I'm the Nardelli on Instagram, uh, and then I'm the Nardelli on Facebook, Michael Nardelli Facebook. Uh, you know, yeah. So I'm pretty easy to find on all of those. Um, and yeah, I stay pretty active, and I, I think people have requested I do a, a live tweet during uh, Christmas in Homestead on Thursday, so I will be trying to do that. I've never done one before, so we'll see how it goes. Hey, nice. I'm going to be looking forward to it also. So I'm going to be trying to look for your um your live tweet. So I'm definitely going to be yeah. watching. Um, everyone, yes. Um, everyone is listening worldwide. Make sure you do go find um, Michael Nardelli on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Follow him. He's going to try to live tweet during the movie. You don't want to miss this. So follow him. If you're new to him, follow him. He has a big career ahead of him. And it's not about to end no time soon, so make sure you do stay in tune with him. Make sure you do follow him on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Keep up with the latest and greatest. Um, now, Michael, is there any other projects that you have um, that you're working on that you're allowed to talk about right now um, dealing with the movie or television industry? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I mentioned a little bit before uh, we're, uh, with um – some of the makers of the film Circle that we did last year, which you can watch on uh, Netflix, uh, we're doing a digital series right now called Dark Web, and uh, it's an anthology show, sort of kind of talking a little bit about what, what we just talked about with social media. It just um, addresses a lot of the dangers and the, the excitement of, uh, of the world we're living in now where everyone's connected all the time, you know? So it kind of touches on themes of, um, you know, uh, like cyber terrorism and hackers and, um, good hackers, bad hackers, freedom, freedom of information. Uh, you know the, the power of persuasion as it as it as it um, occurs with, with social media and, and Instagram and, and things like that, and um, just sort of this new world that we're living in, uh, where where everyone's connected and technology has basically run amok for better or worse. Um, and it's yes, it's kind of in the vein of like Twilight Zone or Black Mirror, uh, sort of cautionary tale, modern parable about. Our, our new technological uh, world that we're living in these days. Um, so we're wow. in production on that right now and hope to release it next year. Wow. Everyone, please look for this. This is something I want to see myself. Um, look for it next year. Stay tuned. Once again, get on this um, social media. He'll actually keep you updated on this. Uh, Michael, you know what? You are doing a lot of things in this industry. Um, when do you have time to sleep? I mean, I really want to know because you're staying producing, staying acting. I mean, you're you're a very active man. I mean, how do you have time to relax? Uh, I have a hard time sleeping, so I don't always sleep. But uh, you know, it comes in waves. It comes it, it comes in waves where you're crazy, crazy, crazy busy, and then you know things settle down for a little while, and then you want them to be crazy again, and then they are, and then you want time, a little bit of time off, and. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I like to stay busy. I have you know a lot of energy and a lot of things I want to do. So, you know, I probably don't sleep as much as as I, I should, or or maybe the average person should or does. Um, but that's okay. Because you gotta keep busy and get, get stuff done, right? Hey, it's true. That's very true. Now, um, Michael, what is your ultimate goal as an actor and producer? Um. I mean, really, just to keep doing what I, I just to still keep getting opportunities to to create and tell stories, and you know, it'd be nice if we could move into bigger budgets and bigger casts and all that stuff. That that would definitely be cool. Um, but if we don't, we don't. I just love what I do every day when I get to do it, and you know, 
be on set for the Hallmark movie as an actor and, and just be focused on the performance or dark web where I'm kind of doing everything. And um, just to really keep getting opportunities to tell stories and grow as a storyteller and evolve as a person and, um, and learn new tricks and skills and learn from other people. Um, you know, my ultimate, I'd love to be Clint Eastwood someday and be able to, you know, act and direct in these, these big movies that are, you know, profound and, and, um, you know, are usually great stories, a lot of true stories that he tells. Um, that would be, you know, if I'm 80 doing what he's doing, I would be a happy camper. So, so we'll see how it pans out. But if I'm also still just kind of, uh, you know, working in, in the, in indie filmmaking and, and, you know, doing films as an actor that I'm doing now, that's cool too. I just want to keep it going. Well, I believe it's going to happen. I will see you when you're 85 years old producing movies. It's going to be another Christmas at Homestead um, coming out 40 years from now, people. Yeah, you got to make sure you check it out ahead of time. On, hey, there you go. It's going to happen. <laughs> yes. Um, congratulations to you again, Michael. Um, I know you're a busy man, so I'm not going to hold you up. So I do have one more question for you. Um, what advice would you give any male or female that wants to become an actor or actress or a producer in the television industry or movie industry? Um, you broke up a little bit. You said advice for people that want to get into it. Oh, I'm sorry. For the people, um, for any male or female that wants to become an actor or actress or a movie producer in the television or movie industry, what advice would you give them? Yeah, my advice for what it's worth, um, and I'm certainly still learning a lot myself and, you know, have ways to go, but I would just say start doing it now, whatever that means to you. It's, uh, you know, because the, the little shorts that I made as a kid, the process of making those isn't totally different from what I'm doing now. It's, you know, more people and more time and more expensive, but just do it now. But if you're an actor and you want to act, put up a play or get some friends together and you can use your iPhone now to film a short. But, I mean, they did a feature film on, on an iPhone last year. So the technology is making, making it all really possible to, to tell your stories now and not have to wait for an agent or a producer or a casting director or whoever to give you permission. Just start doing it and uh, finish something and see how it goes and learn from the mistakes and accept the flaws and that it'll, it'll never be perfect. I mean, nothing's ever perfect, even if you have tons of time and tons of money to spend on it, I think. Um, so yeah, my advice is always just get, get doing it now. Don't, don't wait around for somebody to give you permission to start doing it, start producing, start acting, start writing, directing, um, all the, all the means are there now to do it. Nice. Michael, I want to say thank you again for coming on the show. Um, everyone that's listening worldwide, make sure you once again, 24th November, eight o'clock. Make sure you do to go, um, go to Hallmark Television. Make sure you check out Christmas at Homestead. Make sure you follow Michael on social media: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Check him out. Follow him. Big things are happening to this guy. So continue to follow him so you can keep up with the latest and greatest. So Michael, um, also next year, make sure you check out everything he has going on. Also, great movies, social media. Everything. I mean, I can keep naming and naming, but Michael, I want to say thank you once again for coming on the show, and I would love to have you back in the future. I would love to come back. Thanks for having me now, Coop, and thanks everybody for listening, and happy holidays to you and your family and all that stuff, and, and thank you. Thanks for all the kind words. Thank I you appreciate very, it. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you very much, and you stay in contact. Oh, I will. I'm going to follow you. All right. There you go. Thank you. All right, guys, until next time on – oh, you're welcome. Until next time, people, on the Bit Scoop with Coop.
Uh, you know what time it is. Time to hang out yeah. with Mr. Cool. With Mr. Koopa, with Mr. Koopa, with Mr. Koopa, ladies cool. From Mr. Koopa, from Mr. Koopa, from Mr. Koopa. Hey, with Mr. 